it's the extreme thought that he gives to this stuff that it, that makes it so scary. It's completely normal to him what he's doing. He's it, you know he's he's chopping up people and putting them part of him in sausages or whatever he's doing. You know, and it and yet he he does it in a way that as if everyone should be doing that. I think sometimes it makes it a little easier to digest all these horrible things when you can sprinkle a little dark humor in there. You know, it, it, it almost like, I think for the writing process and the filming process for Andy and I, like, it's almost like we need that, you know, we need that to take, take a break from the intensity of what's happening. And that's very real life, I think. Like even in the most darkest, dire situations, you'll often find these little glimmers of some humor in there. Today we got another one from our friends at Lionsgate's Films. Their brand new movie, Squealer, just dropped in theaters on November 3rd and is also on digital on demand. It's a tale that takes a true crime story and brings it into the world of fiction, expands on it with the characters, the world, and everything. And we are joined for a very quick interview with the writers. Andy Armstrong and Danielle Bergio. Danielle also did an incredible job acting in this film, but due to a lack of time on their media day, I kept the focus on the writing and their dynamic together, bringing the story to life. And yeah, let's get right into it. Yeah, awesome to meet you guys. Um, how are you guys doing today? Very good. Yeah, very good. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, just watching the the movie. Um, one thing I thought that was really cool about it was your kind of take on a very famous true crime story. And around this, I just kind of want to know like a bit of the inspiration. Uh, you guys consume a lot of like different true crime, and what made you kind of want to decide to build on on this and kind of create a universe around it? Yeah, I'm a I'm a a real true crime sort of addict i watch every uh, you know my wife jokes about it you know if you're watching something he's watching those killing shows as she calls them but uh, mm -hmm. I, I i'm always fascinated by the the crazy things people do and some people do it for many many years and get away with it you know it's a it's a it's for me it's just i'm fascinated by that part of our human psyche mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people are like it's basically the number one uh, trending podcast right now are yeah. all true crime too, and it's it's interesting because it's something I don't usually consume. I like to consume more of fiction, but I think it's what's cool about your movie too. It's kind of like giving me more of an insight on oh yeah, this is like actually connected to something real, which makes maybe some of the horror horror movies I usually watch not as scary compared to something like this when you really think about like yeah a person did this uh even with you taking your own spin and everything just that the core roots of what this is is pretty nuts you know exactly. absolutely we wanted to keep it in. yeah it is it, it's in i agree though that the, the you know a lot of the stuff that's so fantastical you you allow it to not scare you so much because you know it's ridiculous it's not it's it's not tangible but this is this is this you know really happened probably is still happening somewhere it's a it's a very real thing and i think that's the, for me that's the scary part about it mm -hmm, definitely and um another thing i appreciated about the film too is like you know how sometimes you see the the trailers and obviously you're going to put all the action and intensity and 
crazy moments in it. But one thing I liked was kind of watching it um, beyond those moments. It kind of reminded me of almost like an episode of Law and Order, but a rated R <laughs> extreme one where you have also like the relationships it. with the police station or yeah. like even like behind the scenes with um with the the criminals and stuff like that i thought it just you built uh some interesting stories around it and everything yeah thank I, you. yeah thank you it's i mean absolutely that's we we tried to keep all that sort of stuff based in normality as much as we can because i think that's it's it's the the lack of uh extreme thought that he gives to this stuff that it, it, that makes it so scary it's completely normal to him what he's doing he's it, you know he's he's chopping up people and putting them part of him in sausages or whatever he's doing you know and it and yet he he does it in a way that as if everyone should be doing that yeah it's not a you know it's uh something fabulous about that i thought yeah, just totally like how numb he is, is like totally interesting and everything. And I'm sure like, yeah, as you consume all these other true crime stories to a lot of these people who, I don't know, have these uh, reputations, they do have that about them where they'll even like try to like justify what they're doing yeah. and completely think this is a normal thing a human should be doing too, which is so spooky. Yeah, that's it, actually it, out there. Odd, that, that that is an ingredient that they have isn't it a lot of the a lot of them have that you know they feel that they they can sort of justify the fact that they're chopping up people and eating them or whatever they're doing mm -hmm. yeah and even like as the movie went on and it introduced uh some different characters uh one thing i really appreciated was the contrast of his accomplice like uh the guy wearing the red suit with the crossbow <laughs> and how he's more like kind of like ocd doesn't want to get like blood on him and uh even though like the movie's like got um like all these this subject matter that's like totally like fucked up in a way this guy kind of like brought some like comic relief to me in these moments of them Absolutely. like kind of doing the killing and moving bodies and stuff like that yeah he he, he was uh he really embraced that sort of absurdity which i i love about that that character you know even even when he brings the guy with a you know to him he's sort of justifying the fact that he he might have died of being overweight sort <laughs> of so ridiculous all of it but it's uh yeah i mean we tried to keep wherever we could we tried to in, inject some sort of a little bit of charm and sparkle to it that way that uh that you wouldn't often sort of associate with a with a film with such a dark subject matter mm -hmm, i think sometimes it makes it a little easier to digest all these horrible things when you can and sprinkle a little dark humor in there you know it, it it almost like i think for the writing process and the filming process for andy and i like it's almost like we need that you know we need that to take take a break from the intensity of what's happening. And that's very real life, I think. Like even in the most darkest, dire situations, you'll often find these little glimmers of some humor in there. So mm -hmm, um, definitely. And I, I think for us, I, like mm -hmm. it was creating the characters to be um so eccentric, which I think um, you know, they are and and very, you know, we're we're very much about authenticity, but I think, you know, in the world. I have met so many incredible eccentric characters 
And it felt like this story and this particular landscape, this particular world really called to that. So we wanted to lean into some of that. And I think that's what some of the, create some of the charm for the film. Yeah, definitely. I even feel like sometimes in real life, I don't know if you guys are like this, if uh, maybe you hear like an uncomfortable story or something, and then you just gotta, gotta like break that tension with like a joke or even I've been to like some... Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I love those moments that you sort of giggle at something, but you feel em embarrassed for yourself that you did. It's sort of this, it's so absurd, but you can't avoid it. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think, there's a few of those moments in this movie. Hopefully, yeah, most definitely. Like, and and it's it's cool. It's nice to kind of like break the pace. But uh, yeah, it was it was just such a fun watch. And um, even just to let you know, like um, sometimes um. Uh, aspiring like creators uh, will listen to these segments I record and I just want to know like as like a final question uh, do you have any advice for maybe a writer who's like listening to this who wants to bring a big idea to like the big screen or like film and television or anything like that I, I think William Goldman said it best is that you know writers write and people that uh wish they write but but didn't write they don't you know you just if you're going to write you just have to write and you don't want to spew out everything and it finds its own level in a funny sort of way mm -hmm. if you if you write I'm a big believer in sort of writing fast and these ideas come out and then you can trim away the fat afterwards a hundred percent yeah I think that the biggest thing is to just keep pushing forward um I know for me I'm running into a writer's block constantly or I'm doubting myself in one way or the other and working with Andy has taught me just you know just keep going just keep going it's gonna find its way and it's gonna continue to morph and change and uh I know for me at the beginning I wanted to just have it be perfect right like right from when it's coming from my head to the page and it, it never is it's just going to continue to evolve so it's like just keep going just keep doing it it's going to be like a sculpture that you keep you know carving away the clay until it's perfect and um and that actually it'll never be perfect you'll be carving that clay all the way until you're shooting yeah. and you're done shooting and you're in the <laughs> editing room and it's going to continue to to continue to evolve so just go for it yeah that's that's awesome well said and yeah sometimes we have musicians on here and one uh mentioned it's like an album's never done you just gotta walk away at one point and oh, you no. can keep chipping and chipping and i also think it's cool like just your dynamic together uh it must be awesome like because a lot of people write alone where i think it's cool that you can bounce things off and like oh, yeah. uh, and it seems like from watching this film that you guys are a great team are you planning on uh on making more projects together in the near future. Yeah, we we have we have several projects that we've done together, and it, it really is a, a a very complementary process because we both bring different uh, different elements to it. You know, I tend to you know different ideas every three seconds, and they all sort of splurge out like uh, graffiti. But uh, you know, Danielle's very good at honing those and finding the ones that are that that work and you know cutting the rest away uh it's a nice it's a fun process and it's it's uh, now that we've done several together i i couldn't imagine writing alone again really because you you you've got nothing to bounce anyone off i'm i really admire people that can write alone and some great writers that do but uh i i certainly 
prefer writing with somebody it's a much better process yeah Agreed. that's so awesome yeah well i'm excited to see what's next with you guys and uh as uh the movie gets released this week i believe november 3rd right am i correct on the yes. date okay this cool. Friday. yeah awesome we'll drop this interview then and we'll continue to share clips of this uh throughout its life cycle and release and uh maybe i can get you back on for your next uh project absolutely i would love that thank you so much thank you Thanks very much yeah awesome have a great day guys take care you thank you Thanks once again to Andy and Danielle for this very quick interview. Hope they enjoyed the rest of their media day. And like we mentioned, Squealer is out right now in theaters if you're listening to this around November 3rd. In video on demand, anytime else. Was an interesting spin on some reality turned into fiction. Some cool characters. Danielle kicks some ass. Spoiler alert. And you should check it out. Before we go, I gotta thank all you special people on our Patreon page, throwing a couple bucks into the show, helping me keep the lights on. And first off, biggest thanks to our man, Mike Carniello of the Testing with Mike YouTube channel. If you're into electronics, technology, how they work, and most importantly, how to fix them, check out the Testing with Mike YouTube channel. And also, great big thanks to Amanda McKnight of Top 10 Nerd. Beyond being the host of Top 10 Nerd and speaking to millions of subscribers. She's got her own YouTube channel as well. That is super amazing. And you should definitely check that out if you're into comic books, video games, movies, and all things that is nerdy. Just search for Amanda McKnight on YouTube. And another thanks to the wonderful Jenny Potter, the legendary Devin McBride, my favorite soul singer, Saber, and last but not least, Francis Coffer, AKA, my mom if you want to support the show and also get all these episodes early raw and uncut right when i'm done the zoom call i just post them you can go to patreon.com slash the creative imbalance and beyond having my thanks you can go to bed at night and sleep soundly knowing you're a badass motherfucker who supports raw uncut independent media and nobody can take that away from you you hear me we got a lot of very interesting episodes for you coming around the corner. Like always, I appreciate you rocking with us, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers! Yeah.